I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. And welcome to a live edition of Hip Hop Save My Life. I'm the host, Ramesh Ranganathan. Uh, I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by broadcasting legend. Oh. Yeah? Is that the official? That's Who's what I was coming? To I've say. got a seat next to me this uh, end. That's, nobody <laughs> wanted to do it with you. Um, uh, so... Uh, Edith Bowman, how are you? I'm really good, thank you very much. Thank you so much for asking me to do this. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate um, it. We're getting some really high-profile guests. Um, and then you have me yeah, in so the future. It's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we're hoping you're sort of going to give us that level of cachet. Do you know what I mean? So thanks for coming on. Pleasure. See what um, I can do. I've got a hip-hop story that connects us, actually. Okay. It's a bit sad. Okay. Um, but I'm going to tell you it. Please. Um, I was listening to you, uh, your radio show, and you said... Have you got any uh, stories of any live gigs you've been to recently? And I text in. Yeah. Not a lot going on that day. Um, yeah. like, I, I would not normally do that. Thanks. But no, but I just, I wouldn't know. What I mean is that the show was great, Edith, but I didn't want to, <laughs> I'm not an interactor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I thought on this day, you reached out to me and I felt like you were talking to me as an individual. Yeah. So I texted you to say, I've been to see The Roots in concert this weekend yeah. I think mainly it's to tell people that you've gone to a gig isn't it do you know what I mean it's not I didn't yeah. enjoy the gig I was just sort of thinking <laughs> I can't wait to I tell people out. yeah I can't wait to tell people that I've been to this gig do you know what I mean um, and you said and you read it out did I? yeah how long ago was this? it was a long time ago I'll tell you, I'll tell you how I know it was a long time ago because I didn't even give my real name I gave my hip hop name Ranger uh, so, uh, <laughs> do you know what mine is? go on Jay Zedith Oh, that's, that is much better than mine. Um, I did have an unfortunate... Well, I stopped doing Ranger uh, when I was texting and stuff because uh, once I texted into a sports show and had an opinion on Arsenal's constant changing of their, of their kits yeah. and the host read my name as Ranger and, and I just felt it's not as cool. You are into hip-hop, Edith, right? I am. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not... Um, uh, uh, a huge hip hop fan, but it's yeah. been it's been streamed through my my kind of my love of music really from quite an early age. Right. Um, I remember kind of going to uh, clubs before I should have been. Yeah. Um, and some, it's a safe space here, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> can I hold someone's hand? Yeah. Um, uh, it's quite funny. I remember being like fifteen and going to clubs and not getting into one and just going to the next one and trying that one and getting in. Yeah. Um, and um, my friend Susie, who went out with a guy who was a little bit older than her, he used to DJ at a club called the Cronk in Dunfermline, uh, and we'd kind of go and uh, and they played. He played a lot of De La Soul when yeah. uh, Three Feet High and Rising was was just coming out and. I, I went through, I think I went through four cassettes of that particular album because yeah. I listened to it so much. And it's one of those albums that I gave to people going, if you haven't heard this, you need to hear it. And I really annoy my producer Mick um, on my radio show whenever we play anything from that album because I like recite. I'm one of those weird people with lyrics where if it's playing, I can sing along to it yeah. every word. But if you ask me to recite the lyrics now, we go like that. Yeah? 
Yeah, yeah. I um, would. I'd find both of those things annoying. <laughs> if you. If you decided to recite while the song was playing, or if you decided to just do it impromptu, I would find both those things unacceptable. I'm not just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, the reason I'm saying that is I think that's part of the problem of going to hip hop gigs is that like my uh, friends and I used to go out to hip hop nights, and and I say my friends, there's only a small group of us that are into it, yeah, and everyone else is into whatever they're into, and so we go to hip hop gigs. First of all, no danger of ever. My mum used to say, I don't want you getting a girlfriend. No danger of that at a hip hop night because there's no women there <laughs> at all, right? And um, and we wouldn't dance. We would nod our heads and just rap. To, it was like a, just a yeah. terrible shit karaoke yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It was really dreadful. I remember going to see um, uh, Eight Mile at the cinema. Um, and uh, I went three times to see it at the cinema and the, yeah. the, the second and third time I went along I printed out the lyrics to Lose Yourself and sat whilst the credits rolled to sing along to it word for word what, what a loser yeah, and, and what a way to ruin that film for everyone else in the theatre um, that's, that's really interesting isn't it I don't you know that 8 Mile I don't know if you've seen like there is a uh, because you know, there's the bit where he's battling everyone. Because there's, there's the, the he's battling um, he's battling this this crew, Papa Doc, and like the whole crew and everything. Right? Yeah. And they have this bit where he's working his way up through the battles, and you see all these different MCs. So at the time when they're filming that, they um, they got loads of like local MCs, Detroit MCs, to come and like they, they wanted to do montages of like him battling different people. Yeah. And uh, there's this amazing clip on YouTube where basically Eminem wasn't really rapping because like they wanted to save his voice for the actual thing. Aww. So these people are coming up and well, it was oh, hold on, Edith, it's a long time Aww, that he was doing. No, no, I'm not, I'm not having that. All right, anyway, so <laughs> he's, um, he was like he was not talking um, and he was just doing silently. I mean. One of the MCs that came up actually went for him, yeah. and then he went, "Hold on, let me just click this on," and then just absolutely destroyed oh, him. It's so amazing. good, just to Could see someone. Yeah. their rap career probably ended like, straight away. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? The Literally, dreams crushed. Yeah. Like the like, Wicked Witch in the Wizard of Oz, like melting into yeah. the floor. How did it go today? I met Eminem. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> any opportunity to come for it? No, he crushed me in front of the whole audience. So uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to rap again. Um, I fell asleep you know. at an Eminem concert once, standing up. Um, <laughs> you seem to think you're on hip hop ruined my life. Uh, <laughs> well, it probably saved my life. I got a little nap in what the happened? rest of the night. It was, um, it was when I was at MTV and uh, Zane Lowe and I had been working and there was this secret Eminem gig that was happening after the awards, the MTV Europe Music Awards had happened. And uh, How Zane, do they signal? To, how do you find out if it's a secret Well, this is gig? the thing. If anyone's going to know about it and where it is, Zane should be, you know, the yeah. one to know and have, like, a helicopter to take him there. He didn't at that time. Um, and, uh, and so we ended up walking... It was in Barcelona, and I don't know if anybody's been to Barcelona, but it was in where the, like, Olympic Village was that was built up on this hill, and the gig was, like, right down the bottom, and we, we ended up walking. It was a long way. So by the time I got to the... I think it's called the Razzmatazz, the club I was exhausted and just found a little pillar just leaned against it and just had a quick disco nap whilst him and D12 were giving it licks I think if I'd have been at that gig and I'd have seen you do that I would have just thought <laughs> thank god she's not rapping along um, uh, uh, okay, uh, well, listen, I've got an announcement here, Edith. Hip Hop okay. Save My Life is joining the Rebellion Against Cancer. We are teaming up with the Stand Up to Cancer campaign to raise funds for life-saving translational research. You can do whatever you want to join in. Munch chilies, take an obstacle course, shave yourself a mohawk. Have you done anything like that for... 
No more hawks or chilies. I did uh, what? I, uh, I did this thing for Comic Relief Does Fame Academy where I went in and did, did that for a week, which was scary and bonkers, but brilliant. But we mm. had to do. Um, thankfully, they didn't give me a hip hop song because I would have um, not only embarrassed myself, but probably lost money for the charity. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can you imagine if people were texting in to take money back? <laughs> give me because, back yeah. my money. Yeah. Don't ever let her need a hip hop song ever again. Um, but that was brilliant fun. But yeah. that's the kind of thing that I like that stand up to cancer is doing is as a charity and that they are they're kind of bringing you know trying to get everybody on board to do it together rather than it just being about one person doing a sort of sponsored silence. Yeah, I think doing <laughs> stuff together is good because if somebody does it on their own. I get annoyed when I hear about it. Whereas if you're doing if you're doing something, to, what I mean by that is I mean that person thinks they're better than me. So 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 what's no? You're what's just quite, lazy. Yeah, well that is true, but I don't want I don't want my laziness reflected back in my face. Do you know what I mean? So what's quite good about this is actually doing something fun. It's actually good. Um, you can join the rebellion at standuptocancer.org.uk or you can text audio to seven zero four zero to donate five pounds right now. That's audio to seven zero four zero. And if you want to hear more about the research being funded, stand up to cancers launch its own podcast which is well worth checking out text of course one standard rate message plus your donation 16 and over only and you must have the bill pairs permission closes 31st of march 2017 t's and applies 100 of your donation will go to cancer research uk in support of the stand up to cancer campaign stand up to cancer and stand up to cancer brand marks are registered trademarks or trademarks of the entertainment industry foundation cancer research uk is a registered charity in england and wales scotland and the isle of man and th- thank you so much Self-deserves a fiver from everyone. Now, listen, I think you will agree that I absolutely smashed that. Um, (laughs) Could you wrap it now? Well, I mean, it sounded like I was starting to wrap it. So, um, Edith, have you been to many uh, live hip-hop gigs? I I know you talked about falling asleep at Eminem. Uh, Not loads, actually. At at festivals and stuff, I I have. Um, um, But one of the the main um, hip-hop gigs I remember being at was the SCCC in Glasgow. It was huge. Beastie Mm -hmm. Boys. Amazing. Phenomenal. I want to see them at Wembley. So what it was, was it like? Phenomenal. Was it in, were they in the round? Or yeah. It, yeah, and I went it was to that just tour. For um, this, the, the SECC is like a sort of Wembley Arena sort of size venue. It's huge. Yeah. And for those venues and those performances to feel intimate is really difficult. But it was just, it was kind of imperfect and it was beautiful and it was fun and it was just, it was like nothing else I'd ever seen at that point. I think I must have been about 19 at the time and first time I'd ever been to a, a, a show like that as well yeah my first hip hop gig was um, it wasn't the SCCC it was at Crawley Leisure Centre um, it was Salt so and Pepper spoiled. it was Salt and Pepper I am spoiled <gasps> yeah Salt and Pepper supported by Subsonic 2 oh my god. Uh, who are like uh, Bristol I think they're Bristol I think they're from Bristol Subsonic 2 who's Salt and Pepper yeah no so, Salt and Pepper well <laughs> I think Pepper's from Bristol. <laughs> Salt's from just near outside of Manchester. But um, they were good. I'll tell you what, was, I was a kid when I went to watch them. And I remember thinking Push It was the dirtiest song I'd ever heard in my life. Yeah. I was properly like like giggling. <laughs> Not, I wasn't giggling, I was like laughing in a hip-hop way. But, but I, I, remember, I, remember, I remember being excited by it. Do you know what I mean? My, the thing I think about hip-hop is, it's interesting you mentioned festivals, right? Because... You end up doing festivals as a comedian, obviously. I mean, most of the time, I'll be honest with you, I find festivals unacceptable in terms of the accommodation and the toilet situation. So normally what I do is I will arrive two and a half minutes before I'm due to go on stage (laughs) and I will leave 30 seconds after I've finished. (laughs) But occasionally, when I have wandered around, I've got into a band 
not and not a hip hop like of somebody I, I I didn't you know be like the Maccabees. I went to Latitude and the Maccabees oh, are there, right? Amazing. And like they were just on and I got got into them. Yeah. Now the, the reason I say that is I think that hip hop doesn't do enough to to advert it doesn't do enough work on its live aspect of it. I think yeah, there's definitely. so many great albums, but I just think I've taken my I'm trying to get my wife into hip hop. She won't convert. Does she like festivals? I've said to her, I've said to her, if you want to marry into this culture, <laughs> you need to get into hip hop. And okay. she won't do it. And part of the reason is, is because if you don't know the songs, they don't bother to sound check. They don't bother to, you know, yeah, like a yeah. lot of the time. The ones that are great, like De La Soul and The Roots and people like that, it's great. But a lot of them don't bother. And I think they're sort of ignoring that side of things that seeing someone live you might fall in love with a band that you hadn't even thought that you'd yeah. listened to previously I remember I mean? seeing Snoop Dogg at Glastonbury on the main stage on the pyramid stage on, yeah. I think it was like Saturday afternoon and it was uh, uh, beautiful sunshine and he had this kind of amazing microphone that was kind of had like a, a built in like knuckle duster golden cross dates yeah. kind of with just breaking any stuff. stereotypes and that that's and, <laughs> but he looked he just he but he, he is a caricature and he's brilliant and he's you know what, what weirdly um on my podcast, um, uh, we spoke to uh, Todd Phillips, the director who's done, who did Old School that featured um, uh, Snoop Dogg and also Starsky and Hutch. And he said that it was two different people. He had he hired Snoop Dogg for Starsky and Hutch, but he hired, what's Snoop's real name? Calvin, Calvin. He hired Calvin to play Huggy Bear. Right, right, right. Hot. So there was two different experiences for him as a director in terms of what he had to de- deal with and stuff. So you're saying Snoop Dogg is actually a pair of twins? Or, or is it? I'm seeing the same I had no, I had absolutely no idea. Um, I always find the real names of rappers really disappointing. Yeah, I mean, do you know what I mean? Like Public Marshall. Enemy, Public Enemy, <laughs> DJ. Yeah, there's a, the original DJ is called Terminator X, right? Yeah. What an amazing name. Yeah. Real name Norman Rogers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Flavor Flav. Great name, yeah. where's a clock? Real name, William Drayton, right? <laughs> Marshall Mathers. Yeah, Marshall, yeah, exactly. Third. Chuck D, <laughs> Carlton Ridenhauer. I mean, what is going on, mate? The show is one of Della Souls called Dave. Is he not? Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Derek. Um, yeah, it's mad. I find them, I find it. I would like, I mean, there are some rap grits there. I just think just do your real name. Do yeah, you know why not? Yeah, definitely. Right. But we did the Jay Z thing, came from us, Colin and I doing our. His real name, Jay Z, Sharon. Shut up. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, it's not. I can't remember what it is now, yeah. We did it on the show. We got listeners to come up with our our hip-hop names. So Colin was C-Unit. C-Unit, we did there. Uh, And I was Jay-Z Dith. When I first heard NWA straight out of Compton, that album, I decided I wanted to form a rap group, right? (laughs) And um, it was called First Conviction. Yeah. And I was trying to think of a a name that I'd be as a rapper. (laughs) And I thought, well, I really like Ice Cube from NWA. (laughs) So I decided on Ice Tray, (laughs) right? Because I thought... I'm bigger than that. That's almost... Like, that sort of suggests that Ice Cube was influenced by me. (laughs) Do you you know what I mean? Because without Ice Tray, there'd be no Ice Cube. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I am. I introduced... My kids have started really getting into music. I've got two boys. They're three and eight. And so they... Uh, they hear things in film and TV that influence them, and I can't remember what it was, but they had KRS One Sound of the Police was on recently. Yeah. Oh my god, we've had that on five, six times a day in the, over the past like couple of weeks. It's like it's hilarious seeing kids respond to 
to songs like that, but it's really hard to try and find clean versions of a lot uh, of it. Listen, Holy, it's a great you way to introduce that. your kids to swearing. Um, but bloody well, hell. Well, I I, I'm not against my kids swearing, that's the yeah. thing. It's because my wife is not letting me play them here, but it's an ongoing thing with this podcast that I've asking listeners to send in suggestions for songs that I can play to my kids. Yeah, one sound the police. Yeah, um, but I don't want them, because for those of you that don't know Sound of the Police in the audience, it goes, whoop, whoop, that's a sound of the police, whoop, whoop, that's a sound of the bass. And I think if then my kids started burst. singing that, I'm probably going to get arrested at some point. Yeah, And it will be whoop, whoop, the sound of the police, because daddy's beating the crap out of his kids for, for not stopping singing that song, basically. I think that's the situation. <laughs> um, so, but I am trying to convert my kids to hip hop. But like I, I, I'm not against my kids swearing. I think it's funny. Uh, you know, I do too. It's, but it's funnier when they don't mean it. Exactly. Like if they're saying, like, my my nephew, can we? I would like to swear on this. Yeah. So my nephew. That's all I've got. And used to, say, he couldn't <laughs> say the fat controller. He'd call him the fucking troller, right. which was absolutely yeah. brilliant. He's so a so fucking troller, though, isn't he? He's always telling Thomas what to do. Why don't you shut up, you fat prick? Thomas, maybe Thomas wants a day off, you arsehole. Just every day, we've got loads of passengers. Fuck off, mate. Just want to chill out. <laughs> Sit on the side railings, have a cup of tea, you prick. You wander out here telling me to piss off around the island. What are you doing? Sitting in your fucking office drinking tea. Arsehole. That's what I want to see happen. That's what I want to see in a Thomas episode. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or the fat controller breaking into hip hop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Thomas just runs over the prick. Do you know what I mean? There you go. There you go. There's Sodor. It's going to look after itself, fucking controller. Edith, we are sadly we're running out of time, man. Um, can you have you got anything to plug? Well, you've got you do your own podcast. You want to give that yes, a shout? Yes. So we are ten uh, week ten, I think, of our of soundtracking, which um, I'm loving doing. It's been so much fun so far, and we've already kind of done the next six or so episodes with um, some really brilliant uh, directors, and I'm particularly excited because tomorrow I get to chat to Ron Howard. So he's going to be a, a future um, subject for the podcast. Hans Zimmer said he'll do it. Yes! That's going to be a like month's worth. Listen, I don't want... Like... Like, people in here, don't start <laughs> applauding shit on other podcasts. I don't mind getting a plug. You ask But don't me. start getting more excited than what's happened here. <laughs> I created two minutes ago of a Thomas the Tank freestyle, so why don't you just chill out, all right? Anyway... Sorry, carry on. It's Edith. fine. Uh, yeah, so it's we yeah we do it every week, um, and it's it's a sort of celebration of the love of filmmakers have with music. That's annoying. Yeah, that is um, <laughs> not my ideal. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, Edith has shut down, guys. I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's 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 my love of film and music, and I get to sit and chat to filmmakers about the relationship they have with music and we've done everyone so far from David Ayer to Ben Wheatley um, Andrea Arnold's going out this Friday so we want to kind of open up as well to screenwriters actors producers and stuff as well cause it's what about comedians that want to be in film potentially okay cool you could start that yeah. one off for us alright cool want give me the call yeah, yeah um, uh, Edith it's been an absolute thank delight you, to dear. have you on uh, ladies you. and gentlemen thank you so much for joining us on Hip Hop Save My Life <laughs> This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back, because it's time for the podcast.